What if healing cancer didn't have to be so overwhelming and confusing? What if you could access a higher level of consciousness to accelerate healing? And what if you had a clear roadmap to follow, a path to lead you out of the fear and uncertainty? Hi, I'm Dr. Katie Deming. As an oncologist who's cared for thousands of patients, let me guide you safely through the fog. My Six Pillars of Healing Cancer workshop series is now available, and it's not too late to join. Choose from a range of powerful workshops, each designed to support your healing journey, covering nutrition, emotional well-being, hydration, physical practices, the mind-body connection, and spirituality. Select only the workshops that align with you, or for a limited time, buy the entire bundle and enjoy significant savings. Don't miss this proven holistic roadmap to clarity and deep inner calm to support your healing process. Check the link in this episode's description to learn more and sign up today. Remember, you've got this. You're listening to the Born to Heal podcast with Dr. Katie Deming. On today's episode, we're talking about meaning making. And what I mean by that is, what are you making things mean? And what you're making things mean may be making you more miserable than you need to be. (laughs) So please stay tuned and uh, we'll dig into this. I can't wait for it. Okay, welcome to the episode on meaning making. And I've been wanting to do an episode on this for a while, but I had an experience with a patient just this past week that really brought it to the forefront of my mind. And I saw a patient who I've known for um, a few years, and um, she came back in to see me because her cancer had spread. And she was devastated, which is, you know, a very reasonable response to finding you have metastatic disease. But the one thing that just broke my heart is that she was like, I just, I must not have eaten well enough, or I must not have been positive enough. And she was saying this through tears and clearly in so much pain from thinking she had done something wrong to make this happen. And this is really normal. Like this is something I see a lot. And, you know, I watched, so Recently, I've started to pay a lot closer attention to a lot of people who are in the space of cancer who are kind of outside the mainstream and, you know, talking about how you can heal your body through other methodologies, which I believe in, right? But I was watching this one person who, I won't say their name, but um, they had cancer and they were able to... Um, basically heal their cancer without traditional therapy. And he runs a program now. And I watched the first video in his program. And the first thing that he said was, you caused your cancer. And he then went on to say, 
you know, the doctors will tell you that you didn't cause your cancer, that it was just bad luck or genes. And, um, I was a little bit taken aback because I get it. I, I get where he's coming from and that when you're sick with something like cancer, the way that people heal their bodies without any treatment is by making very radical changes. And it requires radical responsibility um, for your own health. You know, it, what the, the saying, what got you here won't get you there is absolutely true with cancer. So as a society, we are running at a pace that is not healthy. We are eating foods that are not good for us. We're in chronic inflammation from our lifestyle and healing your body requires radical change. So I agree with that, but I don't agree with saying that it's someone's fault when their cancer comes back or when they develop cancer, because people are already so hard on themselves. And when I was with this patient, I was just watching her as she was whipping herself. She was already down, you know, because of this new revelation in her um, health. And then, you know, she was just going after herself and not intentionally, right? This is not like, I'm not blaming her. I, I was like, I get it. Like, this is kind of what we've been taught. We're really hard on ourselves. And I realized that we need to shift this, you know, and one of the things that I talked about with this patient, because when she left my office, we were needing to do another scan to evaluate, um, you know, to finish her staging, um, with this recurrence. And we talked about, okay, you know, if this next scan shows more cancer that we haven't seen already, or it doesn't, what are you going to make it mean? Because the meaning that we give things determines how we feel. And if you think about, that initial scan where she came in and, and she had made it mean that she had failed, that, you know, the ice cream that she ate occasionally had caused her cancer or that she hadn't been positive enough. That was making her feel horrible and guilty. And the truth is, is that that wasn't true. Like you could make up a thousand different interpretations of that cancer coming back, like she had actually really aggressive biology. The cancer, you know, had aggressive biology and it had come back and, or, you know, that the, you know, she could have made it about that, like her oncologist hadn't done a good job and hadn't treated appropriately. And, you know, there are just so many different things that you could choose to interpret anything that happens. And I think the important thing is for us to realize that none of those interpretations or stories that we create are true. They're just interpretations and someone else could have the very same thing happen and have a completely 
different interpretation of the results. And so as we sat there and talked about, okay, with this next scan, before you get the results, I want you to think about what are some interpretations that you can make that will be helpful and empowering for you, you know? And so this is what I want to talk about on this episode is that I want you to think about something that is causing you pain. And if there's something that's causing you pain, it's because of the story or the interpretation that you are creating around it. And if you stop for a minute and just observe that and realize, oh, this is a story that I'm telling myself about this situation that is making me feel unhappy, sad, whatever it is. And I created this story that I'm telling myself that is making me miserable. So I also have the power to tell myself a different story. And one of my mentors has a great trick around this where he tells us that if there's something that is causing you pain, you you are creating an interpretation that is causing that pain. And he makes us write out seven different interpretations that you could make about that same event. And the first couple are kind of easy. You know, it's easy to come up with like one or two more interpretations. But as you start to go down to like your fifth, sixth, and seventh interpretation, it starts to get a little silly where you're like, oh my gosh, I see it now. I see how this is like, ridiculous because my initial interpretation is just a story that I've created and I could create, you know, a dozen different interpretations and all of them would have very different meaning and very different implications for my life. And so, you know, like, so let me just give you an example. This is just like a silly example of, um, you know, as a way to like illustrate the idea of this. But say your husband or wife, your spouse comes home from the store and you had told them something that you needed them to get at the store that was very important. It was like the whole reason why they went to the store and they come home and they've forgotten it. And you're like, oh, They just don't care. Like my needs are not important to them because they just went and did this. And like the whole reason why I asked them to go to the store was because I needed this thing, right? That's like a interpretation that we might make about our loved one doing something that um, doesn't meet our expectations, right? So if I'm upset that I'm like, oh, okay, it's because I'm making an interpretation about what happened. But like, what's another interpretation that I could make about that? Well, Maybe he has a splitting headache and he went to the store and he just couldn't even think straight. And so he forgot, you know, to do that, but it was because he was feeling so bad. Or maybe he got into an accident on the way to the store and, you know, that made him forget what he was going to do. Or maybe he went there and they didn't, he looked all over the store and asked the people and they couldn't find what he needed. 
Or, you know, someone stopped him and distracted him in the store because they needed help and he was like a good Samaritan and helped this person. But you can see how when you just keep going with these scenarios of the stories that you can make up to explain why something happened, it gets kind of comical and it makes you realize, oh, the story that I'm telling myself is made up. I made it up. And we are meaning-making machines. Humans make meanings about everything. And most of the time, the meanings that we make are not true. They are stories that we tell ourselves and then we believe them. And unfortunately, a lot of the stories that we tell make us upset. So if none of them are true and you go through this exercise and you can see the silliness in, you know, the stories that you could make up about a given scenario. But then the most empowering thing that you can do with this is then look at that list and choose a meaning that is the most empowering for you. The one that helps you feel the best about what happened. Of course, like with the example with your husband, you may know, you know, because you can talk to them and you can find out exactly what happened, right? But like a lot of times you don't know, right? Because it's, you know, someone did something and you don't necessarily know what's going on in that other person's mind, or you have a scan and you're making the stories up because you're just trying to come up with a reason why this happened the way that it did. Um, But as I spoke with this patient, you know, she was able to realize that, oh, okay, I can take back some of my control on this. I don't have control over what the scan actually shows, but I can choose how I think about it. And a couple of things that we talked about was one was that she could be grateful that she had the scan so that she could know exactly what was going on. And she and her doctors could devise a treatment plan that would address the issue. Or she could think, okay, it is what it is. And I'm going to do whatever I need to do to take care of this and address it. And these are just simple tweaks, but these are ways that you can start to shift your experience of your cancer and and by doing that it puts you in a much more powerful place and my goal for you is for you to feel empowered no matter what you are facing it is really important that you take your power back in any way that you can and creating meaning and interpretations out of things in a way that empowers you is one way to take your power back. So I wanted to share that on this mes- on this episode because it's really a powerful tool that you can use and you can use it for anything. Like I said, you can use it if something, you know, someone, a coworker does something or your spouse or whatever that upsets you, you can make a new interpretation um, that is empowering and makes you feel better. So I hope this was helpful and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Okay, take care. Hey, 
This is Dr. Katie Deming, and thank you for listening to the Born to Heal podcast. If you've gotten value from today's episode, I'd love for you to share it with your friends and loved ones. Help me create more impact around the world. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram or Facebook and visit katiedeming.com for more information on how to work with me.